Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hosts. Shayna Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening, everyone, and welcome to your national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana Thornton, and I'm both honored and excited that you are tuned in with us live this Tuesday night, November the 10th, 2015, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have one great show lined up for you tonight. Now, if you don't know, this award-winning show is for everyone. We exclude no one. It's for the entire community. We offer talk radio with substance, where we spotlight the issues and topics and people you care about. Thanks for sticking with us and allowing the show to be as successful as it is. Hey, if you're out there right now on Twitter or you will jump on Facebook or Instagram in a few minutes, let others know, family, friends, and colleagues, that you're tuned in to us live. Hashtag LTA Radio. That's LTA Radio. We would truly appreciate it, okay? And speaking of hashtag and social media, if you follow us on the various social media outlets, we do follow back. And also a quick housekeeping note, check out our wonderful, newly designed website at www.letstalkamerica with ShanaThornton.com. Again, it's an easy-to-remember website, www.letstalkamerica with ShanaThornton.com. Well, again, it's Tuesday night live. I am in your ear, and we are putting the spotlight on eating disorders. That's right, eating disorders, it is very real. And it may not be what you think it is, okay? Many people are familiar with what they believe to be the signs and symptoms of anorexia and bulimia. We're going to dig into that a little more. We have with us the beloved psychologist on, Dr. Frida Birnbaum, and we also are going to talk about overeating and what that looks like, okay? So we're going to try to cover as much of the spectrum of eating disorders as possible. Also, we have with us former U.S astronaut Leland Melvin is on with us, a very popular gentleman. We catch up with him to see what he has been up to lately. He is surely an inspiration to many. And lastly, as you know, I don't have to tell you that tomorrow, Wednesday, November the 11th, 2015, is Veterans Day. And we have one amazing and brief conversation with you, very relevant to all of our veterans out there. So I want to certainly say happy Veterans Day early. Thank you for your service in the U.S. Armed Forces. And we appreciate all that you do here on Team LTA Radio, Let's Talk America Radio. Well, everyone, also, you know I love great conversation and I love great inspirational music. And tonight we have a debut on the show. We have vocalist Christina Leary. Her music will be with us towards the end of the entire show. It's not a very long show, so you do want to stick with us, okay? And I want to give a quick hello and a quick shout-out to everyone listening to us right now on the Replay Podcast. Well, we're set to kick the show off for tonight, Tuesday, November the 10th, 2015. Let's Talk America Radio is in your ear. Let's kick it off, everyone. In the News is up next. It 
was out of love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by sensational author James Marr is a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It was out of love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. Hi, my name is Donnie Myers. I'm the wellness director of Life, Sport, Work, Performance, and Fitness. Are you looking for a coach or a trainer to help you reach your fitness and wellness goals? Well, we have the perfect platform for the busy person who needs the convenience to access training and coaching 24-7. The personal attention to specifically meet your needs and your busy schedule. And, of course, a buddy to hold you accountable and to keep it fun and motivated so that you just stick with it. We work with companies, organizations, community groups, and individuals to develop your wellness program. Start your first fitness challenge today for only $20 a month. Visit our website at www.lswfitness.com or call us at 678-607-5579. Again, that's www.lswfitness.com or call us at 678-607-5579. Let's get fit and stay fit. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarka, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. A special thanks to all of our national partners and sponsors that are with us. Your support is truly priceless. Thank you for everything. Also, I'd be remiss if I did not once again, as I always do on every single show, thank all of our dedicated and loyal weekly listeners. Thank you for sticking with us, and an extra big thanks for telling your family, friends, and colleagues about the show. We continue to grow. Thank you for letting others know that you are tuned in to L. Radio. If this is your very first time listening into the show, uh, thank you. We welcome you, and hopefully, you'll find something on this segment that is worthwhile that will allow you to come back next week. Okay, we air live each and every Tuesday night at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, everyone, you know what time it is. It's time for our signature in the news segment, where we highlight the top trending stories that matter to you from around the world. We are set to kick it off for the week of November the 10th, 2015. In the news, football players boycott at Missouri University. More than 30 African-American Missouri football players have announced over the weekend that they will not participate in any team activities until University President Tim Wolf leaves office. The athletes have joined campus groups that have been protesting the method in which Wolf has dealt with issues of race. 
The most recent incident came October 24th when a swastika was drawn with human feces on the wall of a campus dormitory. The protesting student groups claim Wolf has done little to nothing to punish those responsible. The football team is scheduled to face Brigham Young on Saturday, November the 14th in Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri head coach made it clear that the players threatening to boycott have his full support. In the news, thousands of travelers remain stranded in Egypt. Frustrations continue to grow for thousands of Britons and other foreigners of Egypt since the crash of a Russian charter flight near the Sinu region weeks ago. Flights have resumed, but delays continue to remain lengthy for those still stranded in the North African country. Islamic State extremists have claimed to have brought down the Airbus A321 with 224 aboard, but have not provided any evidence. The U.S. and England have publicly stated that it's a possibility. In the news, voting in Burma. Polls closed recently in the first openly contested elections in Burma in nearly 25 years. It's believed that most voters want a democratic government. The political party National League for Democracy is expected to prevail against a ruling party backed by the military. The Southeast Asian nation is known to many as Myanmar. And finally, in the news, sports news. Clemson Tigers are number one. Clemson is the number one team on the Associated Press College football poll. The South Carolina team knocked out the Ohio State Buckeyes to earn the top spot for the first time this season. The Tigers beat Florida State Seminoles this past Saturday night, 23-13. Congratulations to the Clemson Tigers. Well, everyone, that will wrap up our In the News for this week. But do stay with Let's Talk America as we deliver the news that that matters to you. And just a friendly reminder, we're on television now. If you're ever in the Georgia area, check us out on SCB Channel 182, where you can actually view the televised version of In the News. Now, if you live in California or you're in Burma right now, hey, you can still check us out. Of course, that worldwide internet is very convenient for you. And you can check us out. Just visit our website at www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. And there you can see the televised edition of our signature in the news. All right, everyone. Well, we are continuing along for tonight's show. Again, we spotlight eating disorders. That's the big focus tonight, eating disorders. And wow, what a very important and timely topic for many. But before we go there, we always want to continue with our tradition on Let's Talk America Radio, where we review our quote for tonight. You know, great thinker, scientist Albert Einstein once said, strive not to be a success, but rather to be a value. Again, the one and only celebrated and very well-known Albert Einstein once said, strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Wow, what powerful words even that rang true in 2015. So many people want, of course, the success, perhaps the fame, and even the money. But when it's all said and done, what is your true legacy that's left? It truly, I think, belongs to how you make people feel. And in other words, what value do you bring to their lives in any aspect? So maybe we can all continue to strive to do the right thing. All right, so that's our quote uh, for the week. If you're ever interested in submitting a quote or wanting us to spotlight on one of your favorite people throughout history and perhaps refinding a quote um, that they are known to have said, simply uh, get in contact with us. You can visit the website, again, at 
www.letstalkamericawithshaynathorton.com or I can save you a little time. Simply email us at letstalkshayna at gmail.com. Letstalkshayna at gmail.com. Well, we are set to kick off and present our first featured interview for tonight's segment. Did you know that it is believed that over 30 million people suffer from an eating disorder here in the U.S. It is a very serious health condition. It is not something to be taken lightly or to say it's not as serious as some other things. It can be very serious, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I want to bring in one of our favorites here. We have with us the celebrated Dr. Frida Bernbaum. She joins us now. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-S-O-R-D.com. Or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane Thornton. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, it is Tuesday night, and we are here live right now speaking to the one and only, the leading celebrated psychologist, Dr. Frida Birnbaum, Birnbaum, excuse me, rather. She is back with us. She's been with us uh, before previously for different segments to highlight. And tonight we're talking about eating disorders because it's a reality for some people out there. How are you doing this Tuesday night, Dr. Frida? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thanks. How are you doing? I am awesome, and I'm looking forward to having this critical conversation because I believe it's one that's very critical, Dr. Frida, but I do believe it's also one where it seems to be hidden or taboo for individuals to talk about, and I want to put the spotlight on it because from all of my research thus far, and that's why we're continuing this conversation with you, you know, it seems to affect both men and women. You know, I think when we think of eating disorders, a lot of people tend to think of women and young women in particular suffering from it. But I want you first and foremost to describe what an eating disorder is to our listeners. Well, an eating disorder is an addiction. It's really involving your personality, uh, self-esteem. It's someone who has much deeper issues. And then that distraction is the food, whether you eat too much or you eat too little. You have some kind of control with the food that you usually don't have in your life. And that's why, especially young women who are going into their sexuality and can't handle it, often will become overweight and eat too much. Okay. So this is, go ahead, I'm sorry. This is a distraction for them as well. Wow. So I know I don't want to really state the obvious for so many people, but uh, some people really don't know the differences between the three categories from what I've researched. We talk about anorexia, we talk about bulimia, and then binge eating. You know, very briefly in general terms, you know, explain what anorexia is and bulimia and then binge eating for us. Well, you know, anorexia is basically not eating. Eating as little as possible. And then you have this body distortion where you look at yourself and you still find something that is not quite right, that you still have to lose more weight till the point comes where it could be extremely fatal. So you need to really look at these women who do not see themselves as someone who is good enough. And that often comes into their self-esteem and their sexuality, and that's how it's done. Now, bulimia, that's usually when you are binge eating, but you're also letting it out. You're not holding it in. Okay. But that destroys your teeth, your your bones. Uh, it really does a 
horrible thing to your body as well. I'm not saying one is worse than the other. Yes, okay. All pretty bad. And then the binge eating uh, is where you're completely out of control. Wow. You know, I want to go back to bulimia for a minute because I once heard of a situation um, that baffled me because the person's response was intriguing and one I couldn't quite grasp because uh, it was self-admitting that they were binge eating, but they were, of course, letting it out. But it wasn't in terms of vomiting. They were using laxatives, and they had been confronted by a physician about it. They had admitted to this physician, and the physician said they had an eating disorder. There was a problem, and they could not understand why that was because I think when people think of eating disorder of some sort or some issue with food, they tend to think of the vomiting or the starving themselves. But I want to clear this up, Dr. Frieda, of course, you being a psychologist and an expert in it. If they're, I'm assuming, releasing the food in some way, shape, or form, even with binge eating, that's a problem even when we talk about laxatives, right? Absolutely. You know, if you're not accountable for your health and you use food in such a way, that can destroy you as well. Think of all the acids in your system and what you're doing to your internal organs. So you're destructive either way. These are all ways that people are using to distract themselves from the real issues. Obviously, they are doing harm to their body. You need to look at why women, uh, much more than men, have this, this distortion over what they're supposed to look like, what is good enough, we need to change the message in our society that models who are as thin as could be are not really the norm okay. or anything that we should look forward to or desire to be like. You know, I want to bring that up. Let's go there. There are some reports that claim as many as one in five women, Dr. Frida, struggle with an eating disorder or a disordered eating form of some sort. And I want to go there. Why? Because you just brought up the mainstream media, if you will, of the supermodels on that walk, the catwalk, or the runway, and they're considered gorgeous. And I'm not saying some of them are not. Obviously, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But on one note, we also have conversations repeatedly about obesity in this country. So even though when we're looking at the few handful of women and men that look like that, that are super thin, right, you know, that can have babies and bounce back two weeks later and they have no stomach whatsoever, that doesn't seem to be the norm or the mainstream. Why are people trying to reach that goal or to look like that when majority of Americans, and I can speak for this country, don't look like that? We're very stressed and we're very competitive, and it's becoming more so, and you'll see that the young women are looking more like the models. Uh, They're as thin as can be, and they're unhealthy as well. And so we have this pressure to compete with one another. When you look at at the magazines, and they're studying people their age, but they're not looking at people like themselves. Okay. So again, they're getting this impression in the media, uh, wherever they go, that this is what you're supposed to look like, and they have difficulty not accepting it because they have peer pressure, excuse me. So we need to change what this image is all about. We need to give the confidence, and this is mental confidence. The ego needs to be strengthened. It's more about that than the body itself. 
You know, some sources state that over 50% of those, Dr. Frida, who suffer from an eating disorder also have depression. And you've been on our show a few weeks ago talking about depression. We talked about the hidden signs of depression and how men and women and also youth can suffer from it. How is depression and eating disorder related? That's an interesting question because, you know, when you overeat, uh, you're addicted to the food and the sugar and the chemicals that you're eating. And when you're depressed, there's something also that happens to your body when you're pushing negative feelings inside. So it's really the same thing that you're doing to yourself. You're supporting that depression, and you're pushing all the feelings, everything inside you, instead of letting it out, which is anger. And it's better to be able to look at the problem, take care of the problem, and then go on with your life. But that's pushing all the feelings away. When you're eating too much, you're pushing everything down. When you're not eating, you're also doing something, you're doing harm to your body as well. You're looking away from. Depression means looking away from your problems. So any way you do that, you're going to create more problematic situations in your life. Wow. It is Tuesday night, and we're on with Dr. Frida Birnbaum. She's been on with us uh, several times before. She's a friend of LTA, Let's Talk America. And we are putting the spotlight on eating disorders. And do not get confused. Dr. Frida has made it very clear. Uh, Perhaps someone out there, maybe it's you, you're under-eating or you're overeating. That is a problem either way. And she just so eloquently explained that often when people find themselves in either extreme, it is really, I would simply say, Dr. Frida, a Band-Aid for other deeper issues that may not have been resolved? Absolutely, and there's a fear factor here where you have something that you don't want to look at. And the problem is that what you're actually doing to yourself is far worse than looking and working out something that needs to be taken care of because you're adding another problem onto it, and who knows what else you're doing to your body as well with uh, sugar intake which creates all kinds of organic dysfunctions inside you. And, uh, you know, obviously with extreme body uh, uh, weight loss, which is horrible for your bones and for your teeth and for your brain, uh, but there are multiple organ failures as well when you deal with a body that's not functioning well. So it's a self-abuse. And it's really doing something for yourself, saying, you know what, I should be in this place. I deserve it. We need to look at what it means to feel entitled, what it means to give yourself permission to get your needs met. Because obviously these women are not giving themselves permission, but they are repressing all these feelings. And so women have this tendency not to feel that they can be this kind of authority. Wow. You know, Dr. Frida, often when we talk about the many issues that go on, uh, be it eating disorder, being it addiction of any sort, it seems to go back to a large degree, not 100% of the time, but a large degree to self-esteem. Would you agree? Yes. It's, uh, everything seems to be but go back to who you are and how you take life and what you do with it. And there are choices to be made, and they all take energy. But the positive energy really reinforces goals that keep you from depression. When you use that energy in a negative way and you stay stuck, then that creates other factors that follow that 
it's a lifetime process that keeps piling up and you can't ignore it. So you really need to start from scratch and you need to see that one thing can lead to another or you can simplify it and stop it at the moment in time because it'll just get worse. Wow. Life-changing, powerful information by, once again, the one and only Dr. Frieda Birnbaum, uh, leading research psychologist on with us now. You know, from my research on this topic for this show, I found that eating disorders have the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. You know, that was a shock to me. You know, I don't believe that most people realize this. And I think when you describe the extreme of eating disorders, when we can think of or we've seen images on different news segments of those who suffer with anorexia and basically starving themselves, unfortunately. You know, a lot of people don't realize, though, that some, unfortunately, uh, of these people, men or women, actually die. Is this a hidden health issue in a way, Dr. Frida? Is it something that we just refuse to acknowledge or it's something that we say, well, if we see a young woman, a young man, or older woman, a man, that looks extremely thin, there's a possibility that in our minds we say, well, maybe they're sick, maybe there are other issues, and we don't pick up the signs of an eating disorder? It's difficult, you know, because these people are not doing it necessarily on purpose. After a while, it just becomes an addiction. Okay. And just like the AAA, when you have to go, and sometimes they do copy that role model, when you can't get off these sugars and you can't uh, prevent yourself from starving, uh, then you already have to look at this in such a way that even medical intervention often does not help because we're going to withdraw symptoms Wow. And to trust it, because when you don't trust, you don't trust anything around you. Okay. You don't trust what's going to make you better. Yes. You go into this place, into yourself, as you said, depression, and that's when it becomes dangerous. Mm, wonderful and powerful information. Dr. Frida, you touched on medical treatment. What sort of treatment is available for those who suffer with eating disorders? Well, first of all, you know, psychotherapy is extremely important, because when you go down deep and you see that something happens to change the image of this person, then you realize that you can help that person. There's a way out. So that's one thing. And then when it's really urgent, and we're talking about medical intervention, when someone is uh, suffering in such a way that there's damage to their organs from yeah. anorexia, uh, when there is yellowish of the skin, yellowing of the skin, okay. little hair and nails, you see that these people already physically are on the decline. Okay. That's when there's an emergency that needs to set in. Mm, powerful. You know, how can we help uh, address this issue moving forward? And and I love always going back to our youth because I know that even if we address some issues in the family unit, that doesn't always mean that it doesn't come up. But I believe there's, and personally, and you please let me know if this is true or not, being a professional, that we have a better chance of success of beating the odds if we can address things as early as possible. You know, are, is there anything we should be saying to our children right now? Both our boys and our girls, you know, our grandkids, our nieces and nephews, should we be saying things that will really uh, enforce a positive body image? Absolutely. We need to tell them what healthy is. And when you see someone on television who's as thin as bones, we need to comment and say, this is not right. This is not normal. This is not something you should look forward to. So they can know what is right and wrong because these kids 
always don't have the answer. And when they're with their peers, that's where they get the answers. So parents need to be parents, grandmothers, grandfathers, aunts, uncles. They need to be more verbal about what they see. Otherwise, how will these young people get the right message? They won't. You know, everything is very visual. So we're not doing anything about it. We're we're having a radio show talking about it. But how many radio shows are there? How many media shows? Okay. How many, uh, you know, any interventions uh, that we have to give that are out there that we just don't have enough of? Yeah. So we need, you know, people like you to put the message out to let these young people know that this is not the way you're supposed to look. They originated with models having to be as thin as possible. uh, uh, Possible, I'm sorry. So, you know, like clothes hangers, so the clothes hang on them. That's basically how this whole thing started. But, you know, that was already forgotten, and now it seems that uh, women have to compare themselves in places and ways that men never have to. And hopefully, when women become more powerful and they have control, there'll be a different message and they won't feel so objectified about having to compete in this kind of impossible arena. Wow, powerful information. I know we touched on the subject, Dr. Frida, at the top of the hour about, uh, you know, most individuals who do suffer from eating disorders tend to be uh, young women. But we know both men and women and even middle-aged and older individuals can too. Before you leave us, can you touch on a subject that's very timely right now? You know, a lot of our listeners are of different age groups, and we do have a lot, a great deal that are over the age of 30. And as, you know, as most people, not all, but most people gain or put on some weight as they get older or that had one or two or three kids. And they say, hey, I've got to get this weight off me. My stomach is not flat. I want to have the abs. I want to look as great as they do in Cosmo magazine, right? And so they have family and friends encouraging them. But they turn on the television and they see these Hollywood stars and some of them obviously are very gifted and talented, but they seem to drop the baby weight instantly. And I think in some ways inadvertently it puts pressure on the typical average woman who is saying, hey, I had my kids six months ago. I want to feel great. I want to be healthy. But there's pressure in the media. And we're not talking about those who may not typically seem to be pressured with their peers. They're not teenagers. They're not 21, 22. Often they're 35 or 40 years old. Speak to that because that's a reality too. But the reality is that these people in the media have all kinds of health. And they they have people who cook for them. Okay. They don't have to be in the kitchen feeding the baby or staying up all night. Yeah. And who says they don't have surgery? Okay. And they have C-sections because that's what they prefer. Okay. And they have somebody, uh, you know, giving them a tummy tuck at the same time. I see. Can't compare with that unless you're fortunate enough to be able to have all this kind of help and these services. So what you see on in the media on television is not necessarily to what is really going on. You know, I... It's a normal life. Okay. And to paraphrase uh, actress Jennifer Garner, I heard her say this on a television show. I think there was some rumor that she may have been expecting again because they saw 
if you will, some sort of stomach or pouch. And she made very light of it, but with a powerful message, I think, to all women and men. She said, but in so many words, I have proof uh, that I'm here, that I'm my age, I'm, I'm over 40, and I had three kids. So she was saying this image of this flat tummy just isn't going to be real for her. And I thought that was a great message for everyone out there who says, you know what, but I'm not 20 years old, so the odds of me having a 20-year-old body when I'm 40-plus isn't very realistic. Would you agree? You're absolutely right, but here's another strong message to women. They need to know that everyone's an individual. And just because you're in a certain place does not mean that this is where you're supposed to be like everyone else. Some women are inclined to be thinner. Some women are older and they're in shape and they look wonderful. They can't really categorize and put everybody in one peg and say, this is where you are, because we really need to make sure that women can see themselves in a way that's very positive. Because you're a certain age doesn't mean you can let yourself go. Or if you're younger, that you have to be perfect. It isn't one or the other. It's finding a place, a balance for yourself, in spite of anybody else, and finding that this is the right place for yourself. And women need to know that they can have high standards that make sense. Okay. They need to go back to themselves and who they are and what they can do for themselves. Wow. Standards that make sense. And I love that, what you reinforce, that we're all individuals. And even if we're all 35 or 45, that doesn't mean we're going to look like each other because, like you said, some women are more inclined to be thinner or a certain size, right? Or 55. Yes. 55, you know, some women look uh, phenomenally well, and that's good, too. So we're looking at... What it is that you can do, it's very similar to anything else in life. Everyone has different paths. Everyone has different possibilities. As long as you maintain the best possibilities for yourself and not to measure yourself against anyone else. Mm, I love it. Great information. Dr. Frieda, you're such a friend here on Let's Talk America, LTA. Before you leave us, how can our national and international listeners learn more about you? Well, I'm writing a book right now. Wow, congratulations. Get ready for this title. It was just put by a publisher, so I'm happy to say. Uh, it's, the title is Life Begins at 60. Wow. Talking about, uh, you know, body image, what about image uh, of yourself and who you are and what the years represent. So that's important to know. I love it. I'll be, uh, I'll be in the media talking about that. And meanwhile, I'm on television talking as a psychologist, a media analyst, and uh what else am I doing? I guess I still have my practice. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, that's part of my lifestyle right here. Yes. And uh, I'm a public speaker, and that's uh, where I am at this moment. Awesome. And I think you have a pretty neat website, right? I have a website, Dr. Frida, D-O-C-T-O-R. Wow, check uh, it out. That's Well, you're an amazing professional and person, and we all admire you, and I'm getting ready, looking forward to that book. You have to come back on because I'm sure there's going to be lessons not just for our baby boomers, but for Generation X and Millenniums and everyone, right? Absolutely. Across the board, women need to know what to expect and men as well. That's right. We're in this together and what to expect and how to learn from other generations what to do and what not to do. Wow. I don't know how you do it. You balance everything and then a new book. I want to be like you when I grow up, Dr. Frida. <laughs> you know what? You're always, if you are who you are, this is who you are always. Wow. Nobody changes overnight. Yes. You don't become more energetic 
energetic or less energetic. Yes. Pretty much the same person. It's the person that is making the difference. It has nothing to do with age. Yes. It has nothing to do with anything. If you have momentum and energy in your life, you can have you can be 60 and have more than someone who's 30, and that's really what it's all about. What you're contributing, the the energy with other people, with relationships, it's the difference you make. And also, to feel healthy is extremely important. To feel that you're giving the right image for yourself and for other people out there, connectedness is extremely important. That's what we're all about, connecting with one another and caring about the other person around us. Wow, connecting with others. I love it. And we adore you here at Let's Talk America, Dr. Frida. We're going to have to have you back on. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, what a very important and critical conversation again with Dr. Birnbaum. Remember, your health matters. We are not done yet. Uh, He is a former U.S. astronaut, a hero to many. Check out this exclusive interview with the one and only Leland Melvin. Congratulations, on-air personality Shana Thornton, on being named the recipient of the 2015 Bold Award in Human Dignity. Your journalistic work on spotlighting the leading topics and people of today makes a difference. Keep up the great work. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. It is Tuesday night, and we are putting the spotlight on some amazing people and some interesting things that they're doing. And right now we have with us on the line, we have NFL player turned NASA astronaut. Of course, Leland Melvin is with us, and he's also here with us tonight with a young lady that is actually from Georgia. She's a student at UGA, and you know we are based out of Atlanta. Atlanta. Her name is Tess, and Tess is here, and they're with us right now to talk about an amazing um, thing, or should I say event, that's going on in Washington, D.C. How are the two of you doing tonight? Wow, thanks for joining us. And, of course, Tess, I know you're out of the Georgia area originally. First, let's talk to you, Leland. Tell us us what this year's national science experiment with the 4-H is all about. Well, this is one of the largest youth-led worldwide experiments to do hands-on experiential activities around STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And this year's um, experiment is going to be something called Motion Commotion, where we use Newton's laws, we look at speed, safety, and it's a partnership with Oregon State and Vernier Software and Technology, and it's two parts. It's a speeding car collision, so you take a car, you build a little clay person, put him in the car, and you, you have it move down an inclined plane. And But you put obstacles in front of it to see what those collisions will show with your car. So does the thing in front of it move from the force of the car, or does the thing in front of it get pushed along? And then the second part of it is distracted driving. So we use rulers, um, calculators, and stopwatches to measure reaction time. Because, you know, so many people today are distracted with their iPhone or doing other things in their car. So we want to make sure that students get real-world, hands-on, experiential things that can affect them in their everyday life. Wow, I love it, and you're absolutely right. There's so much distraction when you're driving. If it's not the radio itself, you're right. It's our cellular phones and posting on social media, which we know there's a huge campaign to sort of stop that or prevent that as much as possible. Now, Leland, explain to our national and international listeners, why did you decide to get involved in this program? I know, obviously, you have a love of science being an astronaut, but why now? It's so 
so important, it's very critical that we ensure that all of our kids get inspired to think about themselves in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. In the next 10 years, there can be a million jobs, a million STEM jobs that may go unfilled because our kids are prepared with STEM. I think my, of myself as a kid, I was inspired because my dad, you know, gave me things to do, but so many kids don't have those opportunities. So the 6 million kids in 4-H will have this National Science Day, National Youth Science Day, to see themselves as potential STEM professionals down the road. They will help us in our nation with our national you know, security, defense, all these different things, but they will have the skill set and the interest from today's event to help be those next STEM leaders. Wow, thanks for giving back, Leland. Uh, that makes all the difference. We have with us also Tess Hammett. She is a top-notch student at the University of Georgia. Go Bulldogs. Of course, we're out of Atlanta. Tess, what is the goal of 4-H National Youth Science Day, and how does it benefit the 4-Hers who participate like yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there are more than 300 students coming today from all 50 states and Puerto Rico to showcase their experiments today, what they've learned about STEM, why they're excited about it. And so we've been participating in STEM for over 100 years, and so we've definitely been at the forefront of teaching youth about science and engineering and technology. And so every year, youth complete more than about 5 million 4-H science projects, and they can range anywhere from robotics to ag science to rocketry, wind power, I mean, everything in between. And so National Youth Science Day here in D.C. is our opportunity to spotlight the many, many ways that these millions of youth are engaged in 4-H science programs all, the, all throughout the year. Wow, what an amazing opportunity for young people across the country. And obviously, it continues into college because of your participation. Tess, how challenging has this year's experiment been, and what have you gained from it? I had a hard time actually uh, molding my clay man. You know, when you when you get in college, you kind of have to revert back to some of your childlike tendencies. But it was really, really neat for me to get to see kind of up close and personal, especially with some of my good college friends. We we set out the track, we set out little clay man in the cars, and we really had a blast doing it. And so we learned something along the way. Wow. And the most important thing to me about this experiment was that there are so many youth and boys that range in age in ages. Yes. Yeah. for so many people. Leland, how can uh, individuals across the nation or the world get involved with the 4-H National Youth Science Day? Okay, go to www.4h.org and for everyone, students, teachers, parents, and communities can get involved. You can actually download kits from the Internet where you can see how you can do these experiments at home. Maybe you'll have to use your own Matchbox car or get the modeling clay at home and rulers and calculators and these things, but Take a look at online. There's a video that actually shows you how these experiments are done. And get parents and kids working together as a team. You know, my dad was always working with me as a child, and that helped me get excited about STEM education. And I think if we get our communities involved, we'll help change the world. 
I love it. Give us that website once again. I want to make sure everyone hears that. Wow, amazing. You know, uh, before the two of you leave us, uh, Leland, obviously you uh, once played uh, NFL football. Now you turned into an astronaut. You've had an amazing and inspirational life. We have individuals of all ages listening in right now. You've been so successful on so many levels. I know you've already mentioned uh, the contribution that your parents, your father, uh, gave to you of encouraging you to uh, really be a critical thinker and do the science experiments and projects. Any advice for those out there of different ages on just really an ingredient for success. So many people so desperately want it. You've proven it. You're the epitome of it. Any advice? I think the biggest thing is my parents read me two books when I was a child. One was as little as it could, which made me think I can do anything. If I think I can, I think I can, I can, I believe. And then the other one was Curious George, which made me be curious. So always be curious and then eat your green beans. Health <laughs> is very important. you got to be healthy and strong. So nutrition, health, Melvin, great advice, but I really say thumbs up for every mom and dad out there for telling them to eat their green beans. <laughs> Thank you, and Ted, continue all the great work. love it. Our young minds at work with our great minds, okay? So keep it going, everyone. Well, we have one final and very brief interview with you tonight, spotlighting our veterans. Again, many of you already know, on the calendar, tomorrow is Veterans Day, a very special time in our nation where we honor those and uh, salute those, rather who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces, okay? The official holiday known as Veterans Day actually started in 1954, okay? A little brief history there for you. Uh, But we're going to get right to that conversation right now, and I want to be one of the first to say Happy Veterans Day to everyone. Hello, everyone. I'm Latasha Matthews from Columbia, South Carolina, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Hi, I'm Nikki Smith. I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I love listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. I love the fact that it's a family-friendly show, and it has great guests, it has great music submissions, and I think she's doing a wonderful job, and I will continue to support it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, how you doing? This is L Hustle from Detroit, Michigan. You're now tuning in to Let's Talk America with your host, Shayna Thornton. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. It is Tuesday night, and we are talking about veterans. As you all know, it's officially Veterans Day tomorrow, a very special day in our nation where we honor those uh, who have served this nation. You know, despite the current upswing on the job front, the estimated 250,000 U.S. military men and women who leave the service each year are still having some trouble when returning home. A new campaign called Greenlight a Vet is designed to help with that sometimes difficult and challenging transition. Here to explain how it all works is Dr. Mike Haney of the Institute for Veterans and Military Families and retired brother grade General Gary Proffert, Senior Director of Military Programs and a retail that many of us are familiar with. With That's Walmart. How are the two of you doing this Tuesday night? Doing great. Thanks. Awesome. Well, first I want to start with you, Dr. Mike Haney. Um, why is it so challenging for those highly trained soldiers 
uh, to get work as civilians? Well, I think we often underestimate the challenges associated with the transition from military to civilian life. As you said, more than 250,000 will transition this year and, and each of the next five years. And when they make that transition, they leave behind the personal and professional networks that um, they've built in the military and now have to be rebuilt in civilian life. And developing those relationships is, is often key to creating the opportunity to bridge those the critical skills that the veterans learn um, while they're in the military because we uh, often know um, that they make a lot of sacrifices. Uh, they do, their families. But, you know, Dr. Haney, a lot of us say, well, they go overseas or sometimes they get shipped off to other states close by, and we really don't understand or know about the skills that they gain. What are those? Well, it's a long list. I think military service uniquely prepares those men and women to succeed in the civilian world of work, their, their military training is often highly technical, which is valued in the civilian workforce, but more than that, they're, they're adept at team building, they're adept at working in diverse environments, uh, they're entrepreneurial, and clearly they have developed and tested leadership skills in the most real-world situation that anybody can possibly imagine. So clearly, um, our servicemen and women and veterans represent a potential competitive advantage to our uh, private sector businesses. And I'm sure you all believe this can easily apply to the civilian workforce of today? Absolutely. There is no question about it. Those are the same set of skills that are highly valued by civilian employers. Wow. General Crawford, I want to now turn our sights to you. Tell us all about this Greenlight Event program that's going on and how exactly uh, does it help those returning warriors? Well, uh, Greenlight Event is a campaign to create visible and actionable support uh, for America's veterans, urging communities to greenlight opportunities for transitioning vets and recognize their contributions. Frankly, it's hard to show veterans support or recognize their contributions when back home and out of uniform, they're more camouflaged than ever. And so Walmart and, and, and great empowering organizations like the Institute for Veterans and Military Families, Team Red, White, and Blue, Team Rubicon, and Blue Star Families are helping launch this new campaign. Oh, wow. And how exactly can the public or our national and international listeners uh, demonstrate their support for um, our veterans? Well, Greenland Event invites all Americans to thank uh, veterans in their place of work, in their neighborhoods, and in their communities through a visible symbol. And anyone can Greenlight a vet. Uh, we can hire one or help a veteran find a job. Uh, we can welcome them in our communities by volunteering or serving with veterans groups or simply uh, signal support by changing a porch light to green. Wow. You know, uh, tell me.
family events also general, uh, as you know, tomorrow is Veterans Day on Wednesday, uh, a very uh, important day for this nation honoring those who serve. You know, as obviously a gentleman who spent um, a great career, or extensive career in the military yourself, you know, uh, any words, uh, lasting words uh, tomorrow as we honor veterans across this country, for those who have heard the word Veterans Day, I'm not really sure what it is. Unfortunately, there are people that are still confused. I know this Memorial Day and Veterans Day. They get those two confused. Um, but any uh, lasting words from you on exactly uh, how to salute or why it's important to honor those individuals? You bet. I, I think Veterans Day is a time that this nation can uh, pause to honor the service and sacrifice of our nation's veterans. And even more than that, uh, the essence of Greenlight Event uh, is to do a little bit more than that and recognize them as valuable members of our communities and to greenlight them forward. Uh, and I'd invite um, all of your listeners to go to greenlightevet.com and learn more. Awesome. Thank you. And, and Dr. Uh, Mike Haney, I'm going to let you have the official last word. I know you're with, again, the Institute for Veterans and Military Families. You know, uh, we talk about the veterans. This program obviously um, sounds like one that may be very productive, bring light a vet. Want to talk about the other end of it, families, because they make so many sacrifices with that uh, soldier, a former soldier, if he's a veteran. You know, uh, any words for them that you would express uh, the thanks for how much they also stand in support? I think there is no question that as a nation um, we, we undervalue the contribution of military families in the context of supporting the service of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines. Um, family, the military families are, are always in transition, and as a consequence of that, they're constantly having to, in a sense, rebuild their lives at, at each and every stop along the way, and then in that transition um, out of the military to civilian life. I, I think as, as part of the, what we're talking about here, you know, making um, military families um, not anonymous in, in their communities and empowering others to support those families both in and out of service is, is critically important. Um, so I, I thank you for um, highlighting the, the families as, as really central to part of what this campaign is all about. Uh, absolutely. Our pleasure here where uh, people matter and we confront real talk for real people. Thank you, Dr. Haynes, uh, and thank you, General Prophet. Keep sharing the great information and have a wonderful Veterans Day. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thank you. What a very important conversation. Well, everyone, the entire show tonight was a very good one, and I hope you were pleased. If you ever want to submit feedback, please shoot us a quick email at letstalkshana at gmail.com. Anything on your mind, we'd love to hear from you. Do check out our website again, www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. Well, the show is coming to an end very quickly. But join us next Tuesday night, same time, same place. We have more 
more hot topics, and more experts and celebrity guests for you, okay? Stay with us. We offer talk radio with substance, news talk that matters. All right, everyone? This is your show. It's for you. Well, you know I love great conversation, and I love good music. And tonight we have a world debut here on Let's Talk America. The vocalist's name is Christina Leary. Christina Leary. Enjoy the tunes. She's going to close us out and take us home. All right, everyone? Thanks for your support. Stay with us and enjoy the music. Let's keep the conversation going. All content original, copyright 2015 by Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. Remember when we had no one? Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.